Anyway. Anyway, anyway back to your story. Take two. Friday. Fridays, I have the morning off. So I only, I only have to go into work at one. So uh, wake up, take care of the dogs. Pretty casual. Go and feed the cats. Cats. <clears throat> All his stories always lead to a cat. It's always with a cat. Because he's cat daddy. He saves them up, too. I know he does. So, <clears throat> no, this is today. Okay. Um, I go and feed the cats, and I thought it was kind of strange that, like, because Birdie, the, um, is she a tabby? What is she? Yes, she's a tabby. She's a tabby. Tabby means striped, right? She has stripes. Yeah, she's that's white. what tabby she's, means. She's a, w- a white and gray tabby is what she is. Tabby and Birdie, and, um, or excuse me. I just lost my whole Birdie and Betty. No, Birdie, Birdie is, is the littlest one. She's like the most hungry. And then second to that is Little Bit, and she's the smallest black one. Mm-hmm. And so only only Birdie showed up. Sometimes sometimes not all of them show up, but right. the two that do, it's always Birdie and Little Bit. <clears throat> so I fed, and then like Little Bit didn't show up. And I thought that was kind of strange, but whatever. And so I'm just gonna go back home, and then I'm just gonna go run a couple errands before I have to go to work. So I just go to that. I like going to that cafe in Anna and just mm-hmm. like have my breakfast slash brunch. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Brookshire's and just get a couple things. Do both those things. Don't notice. Don't think anything of it. The hotter temperatures, I usually leave my win- my truck windows down because it's oh, like no. it gets oh, like super, no. super hot in my uh, super hot in my truck. So <gasps> went to the cafe, go to Brookshire's. You left your windows. Come down? out of come out of oh, Brookshire's. No. Oh no! Load up all my groceries, and I lo- I loaded them up in the in the back in the back driver's side. Mm. Loaded them all up there. Because you have a crew cab, so you have a seats behind. Correct. Your yeah, it's 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 it's, 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 it's a it's it's a four door truck. And you know, Brookshire's they come out and they like help you load. So I just open the door, get all my groceries in, and then I go home. But when I go home, I get the groceries out of the other side because I back in. So I just back in, and then I. <clears throat> Open that door to go start getting my groceries out, and here's a little bit. She just she flies. went to brunch. She just flies. And it's so hot. So well, luckily she didn't do that in the Brookshire's parking lot. I know that's what I thought because oh what the hell God. would I do? She never so went you had your windows down at night, and she like climbed. And in then you there? got in your wow. truck to drive away, and you rolled the windows up. Mm-hmm. Were your windows down at the Brookshire's? So she. I always I always leave them cracked. You know, I'm and I'm I'm, I'm 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 only I'm only in each place for like 15, 20 minutes. Except but for you yeah. sat at brunch. But yeah, she she could have definitely. Yeah, wow. I'm I'm always in and out of there. They're super quick. But still, that's that amount of time. Because it's a hundred degrees. She could have definitely. Oh, she get in there morning, so it's probably like eighty-five. Yeah. Then this and this. Luckily, this morning was pretty cool. Yeah. But but that that could have happened too. How did she get in your truck? Like, were the windows all the way down? Why? Like she halfway. Get in your truck? Still, wow. like, to, so that's like a wrangle to get in to there. To get in there, she has to like get she, on top and jump up, jump up on the back. Cat and then, had been in there and wanted to be. You well, know? I don't get it. Why would she go in there? Fun. Well, because it's a really comfortable Nosy seat. Cats. It's shady. Feel okay. safe. Curiosity killed the cat. It's, it's yeah. a total cat place to go. Okay. You know, so man. Wow. But man, she. Wow. Darted I, I opened up that door just to grab my Gatorades and like, she just like. Jammed right wow. by me. I can't believe she didn't do that when you were loading groceries. That's what I'm she saying. must have been smart enough to saying. know that. I that started wasn't loading her house. up all the. I don't even know how I. Did. Well, you know, she's a feral cat, so she tucked herself. And there's like a, a couple of blankets in there in the back seat for when I like. Transport, she's just hiding. Transport well, she dogs, smells a stranger so, open the door. So she, yeah, she's just hiding. 
Wow. And like, oh, it could have been. I, I knew when you said the window had been down at night, I knew yeah, where this I know where story this was going. was going. It could have been really bad. And yeah. I'm wow. thinking, here's a little bit going for errands. She's going to brunch. Yeah, yeah. And, and terrible heat. Yeah. So hot. Oh, my and God. And she darted out. <clears throat> she runs across my front yard into the tree line, and then she just sits there all wide-eyed like, what the hell just happened? What the hell just happened? I'm like, what was that? <laughs> this was a terrible mistake. <laughs> and, it, and it was, never get the it was at wow. that moment, little bit <laughs> questioned her life choices. So yeah, that was, that, was my, that was my heart attack this morning. Oh. Gosh. I'm surprised it didn't make you have to run that, to the bathroom that real quick. Go, that could have wow. gone very badly. Wow for me, dog. Mm -hmm. A little bit in the Brookshire's parking lot. You'd never get her again? No. I'd never no. get her back. No. No. Never get her again. Caramba. Mm. Travis told me the other day he wants two more cats. Why, though? Because <laughs> he's a cat daddy. No, I mean, like, I mean, I, I he get... said there's not enough cats. How do you know? I didn't what, how do you make that. that determination? You did. You said there's not Quarters? enough cats. There what? needs to be more cats. Need That's more cats. what you said. You can always use more cats. <laughs> No, what I was what I was thinking is because we were talking about um, reaching out to the other person we know about maybe finding a finding a different place finding for a different princess. home for Princess because yeah. I, I did let Princess out um, a couple days ago and like 24 hours she just goes I was say that wasn't even 24 hours she just goes right back to bitch mode yeah. where it's just I, I'm just watching her on the cameras and feed everyone and then a couple minutes later she's just like. She learns nothing. Yeah, she's just <laughs> she's she's extra <laughs> mad. What's what's so funny too is like. You know, because there's dry food out, and then there's the water thing, and then I always feed them, like, the special fancy food once or twice a day, and she doesn't even eat that. She doesn't even want it. She just wants to she just wants to own it. She just wants yeah. the dry food. I mean, because when she Reminds was Reminds me of Mui. Yeah. I remember Mui's going to own any food in the kitchen, anything yeah. around the dry food. She, she doesn't it. want it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she's going to She doesn't want you to have it. She yeah. wants to wield power. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which leads us into what we're going to talk about. Yes. Because... I, I noticed when we did the um, we did the podcast on, and we talked about heartworm prevention, and then I had this adopter that was going to adopt from us tell me that she did not understand how dogs got heartworm and what she needed to do to prevent it until she listened to our podcast, and now her dogs are on heartworm prevention. And I was like, oh, thank you so much for telling me that because you know we never know what you know we're here talking about it and we don't know what people don't know yeah we don't know we didn't know anything and about so that then it reminded me i was talking to your mom about it this week it reminded me of like another problem that i hear about all the time and that we constantly deal with over and over and i realized a lot of people don't understand it they don't recognize it and they don't have the tools to deal with that and that is when you bring a dog into a home and they s take possession of the home. So I kind of wanted us to walk through what that looks like. I thought Missy is a good example of that mm -hmm. because Missy, Missy was a stray during COVID that we had at the ranch for a while and took us a long time to find her a home because nobody wants a mixed breed dog. I don't care what, I don't care what all of you people say. <laughs> the applications don't come. So we placed Missy in a home and little, we never know this until a year later. This was happened to be two years later that there's problems. 
And then, and then we get the email that says, I'm sorry, we can't keep her because X, Y, and Z, that this is what she's doing in the home. Instead of like reaching out as soon as it begins, where we can help you. But, uh, and like I was saying, and we'll, we can get to that, but a lot of people don't recognize it quickly. Exactly. And by the time they do recognize that they have a problem, sometimes it can be too late. And so, you know, we can discuss that. So it's it's important it's it's really important to add this because a dog like Missy, she's a cattle dog mix. She's very smart. We had her at the ranch for several months. We don't see these issues. We don't see her that she doesn't take ownership. She doesn't possess because we don't allow that. So we see it coming a mile down the road. <clears throat> So she, she's at the ranch, she's with the pack, she's fine with everybody. We don't, we don't like give a dog a ton of affection at the ranch. You know, it's not like we pick them up and like hold them or... You see pictures of us holding a dog here or there. It, it, it's la- on, it's, it lasts for, you know, five minutes and it's very specific cases. And if we did hold a dog that we saw something negative from, that would be the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. You're never getting that again. Yeah. You never get affection. No. No one ever talks to you that way. Nope. And that's what we would direct all of our staff. That dog gets no affection. That dog needs to stay away from you. Because otherwise, we have a dog over there right now like that that's really nervous. And, you know, so it jumped in Eva's lap while we were taking pictures and wants her to hold it. So she holds it for a minute. And now it's like a crazy... It wants her to hold it and can't function and just wants to, you know, jump on her and, you know, be protected by her all the time. Well, now we can't even talk to you. Right. So what happened with Missy? She gets adopted. She lived with a like an old retriever. That's just a I mean, he's a couch potato. He's literally a couch potato. He's not going to he's not going to balk at a dog taking control in the house. She's on the furniture. She's loaded with affection. She's got all the privileges in the world. She's very smart. Her head starts spinning. Owner doesn't recognize anything negative with this. In their mind, they're just giving her love. So anyway, Missy Missy went into her home and unbeknownst to the people who lived there, took complete control. And my my favorite line about that is they get into a home, they get a little bit of attention, and they like it. They like it a lot. <laughs> and then they don't want to share it. They like it so much. <clears throat> but then it's but then it started to it starts to spread. So it's it's difficult for people to recognize to recognize what the issue is. And many times it gets so far out of control that it's hard to reel them back. Yes. You know, reel them back. And not everybody is strong enough to reel them back right it just depends on the person right yeah not every person is capable of being reeled you know that's which is one of the most frustrating things about you know being a dog trainer is that some people just can't do it or they don't want to listen or it's too hard or what or yeah sad makes them sad by the time they recognize that this has become a problem now the amount of work necessary to correct it is it seems impossible it's it's more than their plate can hold they just can't do it yeah Yeah. well you're at like a 50 50 at that point it's either you do this or you don't get this dog anymore because you can't you know you can't continue the way you're continuing well well, well, sometimes it's you know someone's going to get seriously hurt here and at least at least some of them when they get to that point you can recognize that 
that like this isn't you know working. This, this, these dogs are going to kill each so other. So let's or? give examples of little things <clears throat> that dogs do as they begin to take control. The sofa is usually the first and obvious one. The bed, the sofa, the bed. Yeah. yeah. The dog bed, whatever it is. In your space, mm-hmm. they're around your feet, um, and they they flex with any other dogs. And bah! Like nobody's allowed there. Yeah. Because now it's, I own I always, this. It's like the chihuahua, you know, sitting in the lap and another dog's approaching. And the ch- and they show their teeth. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. even just the other dog. I had an evaluation the, the other day and, you know, we has questions and all this paperwork and stuff I need to know about your dog. And that dog didn't like them coming near its bed. And it's great. Its bed? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't own your bed. I own your bed. I own everything. Everything is mine. But see, that's a red flag that people might not recognize. And they respected it, and they don't go near his bed. And that's okay. And that's what I say. Mm -hmm. Either you're in charge or your dog's in charge. It doesn't be, you know. Your dog owns nothing. Your dog should never be in charge under any circumstances. Never. Owns nothing. Well, it just goes back to some people will project their human emotions onto dogs, and you need to assume that dogs are very simple. It's very cut and dry. It's this or it's that. And so if you keep telling them it's that, it's that, when it's supposed to be this, well, that's just how they're going to live their lives now. Or you can tell them, oh, it's, it's this, and they'll be like, okay, we'll do this now. Yeah. So dogs are always very simple. The, the people are like the most, the most complicated. And yeah, so if you ever see that like, you know, if, if, you're, you know, if you're like a couple and say like your wife has a dog and the dog's in the bed and you're the husband just going to get in the bed and that dog growls at you, Nope, get off the bed. That dog is now never allowed on the bed. Not never. For a long time. A month. Yeah. Minimum. Probably not not even should be allowed in that bedroom anymore either. Yeah. And so right off the bat, even just me saying that, if this has happened to you or is currently happening to you, you immediately go, It's too sad. It hurts their heart. Well, and and I have this, and you know your little flow. Um, I've lost her name. Fern. Little Fernie. Love my Fernie. You know, when she went to live with her family and I had to walk them through this. The same kind of thing. This very thing. And I said, you have to take up the dog beds. You have to take up this, that. She said, for all, you know, she was very upset because she didn't, she said, where are they going to sleep? I said, on the floor. Oh, oh." you know, and, but it was that kind of emotion. You know, it hurt her heart to think that they were going to be sleeping on the floor and so i just kind of walked her through it well now she's on to her like fifth frenchie so she she understands the assignment yeah Yeah. she she knows what to do and she you know she's been able to bring in all kinds of frenchies because she learned she toughened her heart and she learned how to do it Mm -hmm. and she's gotten gotten and to to recognize any sign when it's early on where you know you talk about a dog like in the bed and the husband comes in and the dog growls at him well sometimes it's not even a growl Sometimes it's just like this. Or, Sometimes uh, it's like this with a body language. Just yeah. a body language. And if you, know? you don't know and you what go, that is. you go, what are is? you doing? What are yeah. you? But see, we see that and people don't see that. Yeah. When, when I see something like that, I go, whoa. Yes. But then when somebody else sees that, well, well, I mean, you or know. Or do they see it at all? Well, no, it's, it's well, I'm, I'm sure they saw it once, but then you just accept it. They don't know or, the or gravity you, of or, it. Or you think you just kind of work around it or it's like, or oh, you startled him you know, don't, or don't upset, you, know, you make excuses you know, for it. Don't well, people that bring one. in mill dogs to their home, this mm-hmm. is the one thing. 
that I see and I tell them way ahead of time. A lot of people bring in a mill dog, they know their history and they know what they've lived through. And so they feel very sorry, sorry for, for this yeah. dog because of what it's lived through. And so then the dog gets into their home and they don't really want, they don't want to put them in a crate because they've lived their life in the crate. Mm -hmm. They don't want to discipline them or, you know, take control because because it's sad they feel sad for what they've been through and so i always have to try to like if they've never had a mill dog before i said look you cannot have this mindset you need They're living to, right now you need to yeah. address this the moment you see a concern mm -hmm. you know so that they don't get to that point yeah and mm -hmm. yeah it, it can be hard for i i definitely know this for a fact is that some people you know they're just they're so they're so anxious to to bond and to begin to start having a relationship with their dog that if their dog does act out like that or just like say that person who has this dog is sitting on the couch and like another dog comes up and that dog just goes Rrr, at like another dog. Mm -hmm. It makes them go like it'll actually make them go like, oh, this is like, you know, he loves me. He loves me. me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like my and that dog feels now. Good. No. It's like it's the beginning of our relationship. And the correct response is, and that's true. It's the beginning of your relationship. It is, yeah. but it's not this a good relationship one. Not is not going to work out. I mean, every, everybody wants to be wanted. Yeah. Yes, but Laura. no. <laughs> and the, and the ironic part about it is, if you discipline the dog in that moment, they'll love you and respect you more. Because yeah. your dog absolutely. Your dog doesn't want to be coddled. They want for people to grasp. Yeah. It's the hardest part. Yeah. The, the other thing you see, and I'll, we'll see it like when a dog, people come to adopt a dog and they bring the dog that they have in, to, you know, to meet. And let's say that dog box at this new dog. The first thing that they do with their dog is to tuck bring it, it in. in. It's okay, Charlie. Yes. Bring it in. It's and okay. then that's when we have to say to them, get up Instead off the ground. Instead, you need to go out, yeah. Charlie. Yeah. You reward Get up off the ground. Let them communicate with each other as dogs. Or it's like people bringing in like like for their dog for an evaluation and say it's it's usually like a chihuahua or like a small terrier. And they come up, but what are they doing? They're holding this dog. Yeah. They come into my office. I come over there just to, I just want to bring my presence a little bit to see what it's, even though I already know what the dog is going to do. And the dog growls at me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shish. Yeah. Shish. It's like, no, what that dog is saying in that moment is, hey, scary variable, you get away from my human. Yeah. I'm in control of this entire situation. And truly, the dog has been. It is. It is. Because it is. Anytime Mr. It, Galloway. Anytime <laughs> it acts up like that, I mean, it's just placated and accepted. And then it's we move on. Well, there were just there, that, that human is just trying to move around this. And it's honestly because they just don't know. It, there's nothing... There's no malice here. It's just that that person just doesn't know what to do about it. No. And also, people are terrified of like seeming to be mean to their dog. To their dog. There's like a, there's like an extra sensitive thing going on right now where it's like, don't be mean to that dog. Well, it's like, hey, you need to know. There's all the, a difference you between being mean and, and providing structure. <clears throat> and you see the same yeah. thing in parenting. Like, I was gonna you say, know, I'm sure you see. You have to see thing. something like, like that. Don't discipline your kid. Yeah. You know. Always be friends with your kid. Yeah. We ain't friends. Yeah. I'm your mom. Yeah. Now, it's my job to teach you how to be a human yeah. and give you boundaries and limitations. Yeah. And if you don't and like it's it. It's the same yeah. with your dog. Yeah. It's the same. And when that person brings in that chihuahua or a terrier or a small dog and that dog growls at me, as soon as it does it to a new potential client coming into the room. Put ranch, it on the floor. You put that dog on the, on floor, the floor right now. And you, if you can't, that's fine too. 
but we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> but, but let's explain. Let's, let's, yeah. let's explain it was great to, to meet people you. what it means. It's going to be a hilarious to story. Put that dog on the floor. What does that mean? Make them understand. Uh, what... oh, trust me, I, I, I do all that. I'm, I know, but I, I we just, want our listeners yeah, to understand. I know. I was just being a jerk to. Uh, I, you know. I, yeah. It, you've I immediately I don't, I don't taken its power away. You're yeah. taking its power away. And that's, and that's definitely what I explained to the client. It's a, a, your dog feels that it has to do that is because, you know, you're picking them up. And <clears throat> number one, you're holding your dog. Your dog instinctually knows that it's an incredibly vulnerable situation. So that's the one aspect of it is that the dog knows that it's vulnerable. The other aspect of it is this dog would probably do that on leash with its owner, which is one of the most common issues that people have mm -hmm. anyway is that you're not conditioning your dog that you're in control. And so when you're on leash, the dog is out in front of you, and the dog, is, the dog thinks, because you haven't corrected it at all, the dog thinks that it needs to correct all these other potential scare variables that are going on the you know, Another dog comes by. Here's a guy on a bike. It thinks that it needs to address those things for you because it doesn't see you addressing them right. or, or really doing anything. Mm -hmm. um, so if those things aren't kind of nipped in the bud, then... This is slowly how your dog starts to begin to control you. And it's really sad, too, because those dogs, they can't handle these things. They can't handle... They don't want it. They, they, they can't manage all situation. these variables. That's what I say to people is, like, if you are not in control of this, if you're not a leader to your dog, dog thinks it needs to be a leader, and dogs don't like that, okay? If you present leadership to your dog, your dog is relieved. They're like, oh, which is why, human handles this. Which is why the dog will act out in all these aggressive ways because that's that's the last card they have in the deck. Yeah. yeah. Get away! Blah. Just <laughs> act, acting all ugly and wild on a leash, that is, that is that dog's last play. And that's why when your dog starts doing that, that if it's not addressed, and then it gets worse and worse. It's the only play that dog has. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. More anxiety for the dog. Oh, my corrections aren't working. I'm not able to defend my human. Now I have to step it up. Now I'm going to make contact with my teeth. Now I'm going to draw blood. Now I'm going to get even uglier. Now I'm even more sensitive to any type of times this, these situations happen at all. I'm going to act out over the smallest little thing. Now everything is getting scarier. Yeah. Your dog and doesn't want that responsibility. The, the human is standing there not knowing what to do. Yeah. Or they're nagging. Or they're like, or they don't they're nagging. Or they're, or they're, or they're calling and teddy bearing. They're just blank faced. Yeah. You know, like. When I, and when mm -hmm. I look at a situation like that, I, it's frustrating for me because I know that I could walk over there take that leash from that person, give that dog three, four corrections, and have it looking up at me in, in five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes. And, and I take all that pressure away from that dog yeah. that I've released you yeah. from. That dog you feels have relief. this role. Yeah. I have this role. Yeah. So now we can go for a walk, and you can have a clear mind, yeah. and I'm going to protect the environment. Yeah. And when we say corrections, let's just spell this out. Well, well I want to give you a scenario that I see a lot, and then I'd like you to walk everyone that's listening through that okay. and, and how they would how you would bring that family back from that so we've got an established household that's got two frenchies in it mm -hmm. two female frenchies or it could be two male you know, just two frenchies not even the sex and then we're bringing in a very mild frenchie that's had no issues at the sanctuary with any other dogs none mm-hmm this Frenchie gets into the household, and now she's, like, starting to pick fights. 
The new one. The new one is. She's starting to pick fights with the Frenchies. She's possessing the dog bed. She's possessing toys. She's, you know, fighting over food. You know, she's just doing everything. We never saw her do any of these things. Right. And now she's in the home and she's doing this. And the people have reached out to us because, you know, they're thinking, you know, they're going to have to bring her back because they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's basically taking control of the home. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the person doesn't recognize what they're seeing. We immediately recognize she's taking control of the home. So now I'd like you to just walk everybody through. Okay, this is these are the first steps. She's possessing dog beds, food, picking fights, this kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, well, I mean, I definitely, every, every situation is different and I always want to know as much information as possible in order to, who the dogs are in the house, who the dogs are in the house, who are the people that I'm talking to, are there kids, how old, ask how old, how active is the house, because I want to know how competent they are, Mm -hmm. I want to know what they're doing, you know, when you say kids, there's a big difference between a three or four year old versus a 12 to 14 year old, um, you know, because yeah, kids will run around being wild. An imbalanced situation like that can trigger dogs. All the all let's those say things. no kids but, in the home. But let's just you know just like on the real basic level, it's just that you need to start taking control of all the things that your dogs are taking control of. What are they taking control of? Generally, it's going to be front door, back door. Someone comes to the house, going to take control of that. I'm going to address that. Bark, 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 and then maybe fight between the other dogs of who's gets to sass the person first. Or they can fight over the back door of going outside, excited to go outside. Maybe there's a squirrel out there. All that energy that they bring to the table, you can have some competition or some potential fight between the dogs there. Um, then there's affection. Then there's affection. <coughs> uh, you know, what is your routine? Or what is, oh, we just you want me to sit on the couch together. And then usually the bitchiest dog sits on the weakest person's lap um, because they're they, the dog feels like they have to constantly control that person. Um, there's the feeding regimen of how does that go? What is your routine? Um, you know, are you just la- leaving food out all the time? Or you actually <coughs> have a structured feeding where you actually have any control over that? Um, there's beds. There's toys. Right. So in this kind of a situation, the dynamic that so I, I look at look is... At, I'm, I'm, <coughs> and I'm using Linda and Fernie's home. Right. As the... So how we kind of walked her back from... Well, you have to go back down to bare bones. You go, you go to bare bones. Everybody loses everything. Yeah. Nobody gets anything. There's no snacks. There's no toys. There's no beds. Nobody gets anything. There's no affection. There's no, no affection. affection. Yeah. Nobody, Nobody sleeps, sleeps on the in bed. the bed. Yeah. No, the, you are dogs. You are down there on the floor. You don't talk to them. You don't touch them. They get nothing. Yeah. And, you, nothing. and you're, you're correcting. Like I always say, you know, the one that's picking the fights... So when you have one that's... So this dog has come into the house and is picking fights with the other two, which tells me that the other two are middle of the road or low. Yeah, they're low dogs. They've established where they're at and they don't feel the need to challenge. There's no need to... You know, when you bring a dog into a pack of dogs, this is what I explained in an eval. At the ranch, when you bring a dog into a pack, we are part of the pack, but we're at the top. Guaranteed at the top. I don't care who the dog is. We're above it. The other dogs figure out who's where in that hierarchy. Sometimes they're the same and they figure out that we can be the same and we'll be right here and we can mutually respect each other. Mm -hmm. So those two dogs in the home, they're either here or they've established their hierarchy somehow and they're fine with that. No need to question or do anything about that. So here comes this other one. Here comes this new one. That needs to figure it out and the other two are like, eh, who cares? 
but that one's still trying to fight for where it's at because so it doesn't the, know so how to do then, that. So then that dog goes, well, I really like these dog beds and I really like this human affection and I don't mm -hmm. want to share it with you. Mm -hmm. So you guys should get out of my space. Mm -hmm. So what you have to do with that dog's mind is reel it back. You're reeling it back. And you, you have this dog. And again, it's like what you're saying about is the person picking up on what you know, the dog, what could, the be, what it's the dog doing. could just be giving side eye to the dog, and it's very slight. And, you know right, what I mean? Right. If you're watching TV, you may not even notice that right. the dog's giving One side eye. One of the most important things for you to notice that another dog might be doing is just being stiff. It's just stiff. Here. I'll give you an example. Yeah. I'll give you an example of in my own pack, and I always call her Demon Pinky, because Pinky's got a side, and what she does is, you know... Here's my dog bed. That's my bed. That's huge. There's Your plenty, dog bed. Plenty, <laughs> yeah. plenty of room for everybody. Here's steps to get up on it. Here's a ramp to come up on the other side. Well, Pinky will get up on the bed and she'll lay like right where the steps lead up to. She doesn't posture. She doesn't do anything. She just lays there. But they know. She's not sleeping. She's not she's sleeping. She's just strategically laying she's, there. She's laying she doesn't sleep, there. She waits. I'm the queen. Yeah. I'm in charge. Right. I, I shall grant you pass or not exactly <laughs> so i'll have a pile up you know of dogs that are halfway up they're the like steps, this at the top of the yeah. step and they just stand there they just stand there and wait because demon pinky she's not growling she's, and not, she, yeah, she's not postured she's not animated she's even laying down yeah she's, but she's still there they know her reputation she's yeah. not asleep that's why she's the worst dog her <laughs> eyes are her eyes are open but her mama sees it immediately yeah and she goes pinky and Pinky, she gets up and she wiggles moves and she on moves to another away, place. And then everybody piles up the steps. Now, yeah. if you don't notice that, right, it it develops. And, that, and that's the problem in a in a home. Now, once you bring their attention to it and they can identify it, it, then they're cooking with right. you know, gas. They can they can work. So on anybody it. looking at that situation, you're looking at a dog on the bed. Other dogs are standing at the steps and they're just still. Why are they standing there? Yeah. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? Yeah. Because they can pick up on the energy that she's giving. The energy that she's giving when she looks so meek is get the hell away from her. <laughs> so yeah. the, the lesson in that, though, is you want to make a loud correction then. Exactly. And, and nip it in the bud. And I always go back to, I've probably several podcasts back, I always give my, you know, to a new Frenchie owner my you know, kids in the back seat going on a road trip. You know, they don't break out into a fight all of a sudden. Right. They've been, they yeah. been in the back seat, little pokes going on a little. <laughs> She's looking at me. You know, <laughs> things are going on, and then all of a sudden you've got hell in the back seat. Right, right. And the mom and dad are busy. They may not be noticing, and they yeah. don't notice until the fight breaks out. But right. All you had to do was way back with the first poke. Yeah. Say, so yeah. keep your hands to like yourself this. or I'm about to take your head off. Yeah. yeah. Get one of these, you know. And it's important to emphasize, too, in, like, in any one of these potential scenarios or real scenarios is that there's, you know, a lot of people can just be overwhelmed where it's just like, oh, I don't know, you know, dogs and I've just I've lost control or or this dog's bad. There's very specific. Each dog is an individual. There are so many individual things happening. There's so many little variables to that. But if you know what you're doing, you can go right in there. And if you have the good history and you have a good information, you can figure out exactly 
how every single thing happened between all these different personalities and let people and t- see and, and, it until you until you figure out where you're at because it's it's important for them to understand how you got here mm-hmm. um because that's how you got here is it's going to help you figure out how you how to get, get out of out it of because here. that's what i'm saying when you strip back down to bare bones yeah because you know they've had toys they've had dog beds they've mm-hmm. had treats they've been able to sit on your lap and X, Y, and Z is happening in front of you about it. Yeah. And it could just be Pinky laying there that mm-hmm. you're just not noticing or seeing because they are communicating with each other. You just have to be looking at them and yeah. pick up on these things. So now that it's gone to hell, you have to start over again. And all of those things need to be taken away. Yeah. And, and when we adopt a dog out, we give directions about this that are written. Yeah. And then some people will follow it to a T and they do great. Mm-hmm. And then some people don't follow it all and immediately load them up with toys. Yeah. And like two weeks into it, I get an email saying, hey, we're having, did she fight over toys at the sanctuary? I'm like, <laughs> no, because we yeah. don't, we don't, we don't use know. toys. At so the I have to explain to them and I, again, send them that paperwork, you know, paperwork and say, please read this, mm-hmm. no toys. Yes, you're gonna have fights, you know, and, yeah. and you kind of read through it and understand why. Right. Um, and then maybe down the line, you're able to give a toy. Some households can have toys, some households cannot have toys. Depends on the, Pink, on the dog. I mean, again, you've got Pinky as your perfect right example. Right now, all Pinky's toys are up. Right, because, because she, be, she's be, not in a position to correct as easy because she's not as powerful. I'm not as powerful of a pack member. you have one leg. Because I have one leg. So as soon as I came home, I, Eva was you here. Up I said, you pick toys. up every dog toy in, in the house and put it up because I'm not going to deal with that. Now, Pinky will still go get a rock outside or a shoe. she'll make toys or she'll get a shoe and she's gonna she's gonna make toys like a kid you don't give them toy guns they use their finger yeah <laughs> it's the same kind of thing so pinky always has a rock on the bed oh she always has a rock that i'm retrieving and she is the source of problems for Which those fun kinds when you of go things. to vacuum meep's house you got to pick up all pinky's rocks there's rocks she's yeah. <laughs> so go when i go back to missy because she's the dog that we started with and what she, what she, you know, she had the comfort of the couch and she had the house and she lives with a dog who's not going to challenge her in any way. So she owns everything. Yeah. She owns it. The people. The which, people. Which, which can also make it tough too, because, you know, some people just like, people just don't realize it's like, sometimes you just luck out and you get some super awesome benign oh, dog. So people you get, some, you get some super awesome benign dog and you're like i'll get another dog and you think it's just going to be just like that yeah it's rarely that you, you have no idea you 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 hit the lottery and you think like oh, i'll just play again and win <laughs> again. Like, this is yeah this, this is, is how dogs is, are yeah or issues like, will come up and your dogs will sort it out for you and you don't have to step in and take action or acknowledge things so but, it's easy mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's how about easy. a couple dogs is easy yeah until you get the wrong and one. they're right it's like yeah you give me 50 of those and i'll i'll, I'll be fine at my house exactly. yeah, i wouldn't do anything but exactly. it just it's just it doesn't the reality isn't isn't like that i'll, you know? I'll relate it back to kids same thing you get like a easy baby and like have it i did that i remember saying like this is easy let's have another baby and then we got lily and then i got Jessica. Yeah. She and then it was a terrible not so baby. easy a baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, I t- Renee knows that I have a prejudice against French bulldogs. <laughs> and, and I tell people, hey, you know, especially someone who's getting their first Frenchie, or maybe it's they only have one Frenchie. 
And I said, you look, you know, they're fun. They're cute. They're but, bulldogs. But we call them bullies for a reason. <laughs> yeah. And I will go, I will walk them through, hey, this, I'm going to lay everything out to you because I don't want this to fail because I didn't bring something to your attention that could potentially I didn't be warn you. a problem yeah. for you. And so I will walk them through all the things. I said, it may go off swimmingly and you may not have one thing go wrong. I said, but I want you to know that this could happen so that if you see it, you will recognize it yeah. and be able to deal with it immediately. So obviously over the years, I've gotten a little better with it because yeah. I've been through a few things. Yeah. You know, I've had to send Wes to California and get a Frenchie and a backpack. And, <laughs> I love know, her. She came for boarding. I love I've, I've, <laughs> I've learned a few lessons, but, you know, I do try to... Um, give people enough information but you know what i keep going back to missy because she surprised me i mean i know she's intelligent but we well that makes it worse but we never but we never had (laughs) but we never had a sign of her trying to take ownership at the ranch because there was no opportunity well because that's that's that that's where sometimes we have the advantage with our environment and then sometimes it can be a disadvantage with our environment right missy is an is an incredibly intelligent dog she is uh incredibly anxious all all, all dogs are intuitive but a dog like that especially cattle dogs way more intuitive she can read our energy right away yeah she knows that we are no nonsense she sees us pull cards and she knows exactly how to behave without even getting a correction. Yeah. Also, the the point of this was is that a dog that's so smart like that, and it's one of the it's one of the benefits of working in a balanced pack, is that a smart dog knows when you're in a pack, you don't get to act out. You can't act out. You're surrounded. See, she did that with her brother because with her lazy because, brother. Because being in a pack, you are surrounded by potential consequences. And you're Other dogs not that will me. correct and, yeah, you. Yeah, it's not just me. Right. It's it's the rest of the pack as well. And so she's like almost like kind of too smart for her own good in that type of you know e- example. But what it led to, let me la- lead you down <clears throat> the path of Missy. So it it in the home it goes to ownership of things. Then it leads to the backyard where she's going to own the fence line with neighbor dogs. Mm-hmm. Then it leads to we go in for a walk with our mom and I'm going like the things that you're saying. I'm going to go after everything I see. Yeah. I'm going to be awful on a leash for the dog across the street, for the kid with the bike. For the, it just escalates. It just Why not? Escalates. There's no consequence. Yeah. Me- meanwhile, all those things you're going through, the thing in the backyard, you're going to balk at other dogs. You're going to chase and, and do that fence fighting thing. And then you're gonna, now you're going to go on walks. All the while, Missy is being told... Please do that. You need please, to own more. Please do that more. Thank you. Please do more of that. And obviously the human isn't saying that. But if there's no correction, if there's no in, consequence. Inaction means it's correct. Then she's, yes. then she's like, well, I'm owning my pack. I'm, yeah. d- I'm doing it. I'm doing, doing my everything. job out here. Yeah. 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 You tell me not to. No the person's not intending on it being no. a. No, no, there's no. Like he said, there's no yeah. malice here. No. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you need to understand, like with dogs, it's once again, it's just, it's very cut and dry. Right. Education you know? is so. Knowledge. Yeah. If you're not telling her, you know, if I had that dog and she did that day one, be like, hey, Missy, what are you doing? 
and then she would drop ears yeah. and be like, hey, get back in the house. Because she's yep. smart, right you now. can take one correction. I don't ever want to see that from you, Missy. Go right back into the house. Big trouble. Right I'll now. I'll tell it what happened. Right now. So so where, where we go to with Missy, because, you know, we got her back, owner surrender. We had her at the sanctuary for a while. Once again, no problems with other dogs there. You know, she's got leaders well, she there. Went, did she go? No, she didn't come to the ranch this time. She just, no, went, she to just went to the sanctuary. She's been to the ranch many times. Many There's times. no point in having her there. She's easy. No. So so Anna decides that she's going to foster her. Anna's got a pack. I mean, I don't know if she has seven, eight dogs. She's got a pack. And Anna's got a good head on and her She shoulders. knows how to move her pack. She gets it. She understands it. So she, so she texts us the other night, and she had Missy for a day, for one day. Mm-hmm. And I like it. I like it a lot. That's right. You know. <laughs> so, and Anna works from, from home in her office. So, you know, the dogs are welcome into her office. Well, day one, Missy designates that office as hers. Yeah, Missy's like, I'm super smart. I know <laughs> what to do. I, I know, know what to do in this I know how to do this. Yeah. I know how this she works. She goes, I've been to this party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Anna sends a text and says, this is what I'm seeing. What do you want me to do? I go, she is forbidden to be in your office. Yeah. She is not allowed to be there. She's not even allowed to hang outside the door. You get own nothing. <laughs> and you get, you get nothing. She goes, well, I'd already started with her with like, she needs to wait at the doorway. Oh, and she was possessing Anna over her husband too, telling yeah. the husband to back off. Yeah, so, you get nothing from me. So I won't even talk Missy to you or look at you. completely stripped because, down. And really quick, because... You give a dog like that any bit of, like, affection, and then, unfortunately, Missy has been conditioned to, oh, you gave me affection? Let me take control of your life. Affirmation. (laughs) It's just boom, boom. Boom, boom. Oh, you gave me affection? Okay. Oh, man. I'm in charge. Let me me go get the neighbor dogs. Oh, that husband. All the other dogs. (laughs) You know, because that is what... My office. That's what she she understands the assignment. That's that's trained to do that. Exactly Exactly what I was going to say. She is conditioned to do the wrong thing. So now Anna has to strip her all the way back. Yeah. And that's when I've read it all, laid it all out to Anna. Her response was, not in my house. (laughs) And it it sounds mean to take all those things away, to now have strict rules and boundaries, no toys, no fun. But that's what you need to do. All these other... The bed, the couch, the husband, the office, all those things are triggers for her to click right back into that because that's how quick dogs go. Exactly. Okay, you want me to do that? I'll do this. And so that's why we have to strip all those things away because what you want to do is strip all those things away so that dog just goes, what do I do now? That's exactly where you want it. That's exactly where you want your dog mentally to start working again. To recondition. You want your, you want your dog guidance. to sit there and be like, like this. Oh, thinking. What do We're I do thinking. next? It's looking at you like this. Yeah. And I want okay. that dog going, oh, what do I do next? And I want that dog to do that for like an hour. Yeah. Sit there and think about it. Oh, you're going to break and come towards me, waggy tail? Go no. away. Oh, you're going to break? Come, go out of my office. Go. And you have to... You have to enforce those boundaries all the time, and it's harder with a case like this. It is harder. It's it's just because so much harder. she's got two years ingrained of doing and, all of that. And anyone from the outside looking in would be like, you guys are monsters. Yeah. Well, oh, you're pe- just going to be mean to this dog all day? Yeah. Is that your job? Yeah. And my answer is, yeah. yeah. The people that's, that that's, can't that's, do it, though? That, that's unfortunately what I have to do. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the people that can't do it, well, eventually your dogs are going to kill each other. Well, or this your, is, and that's what I said. That's what I tell them is that's how a dog loses their home. That's yeah. how a dog loses their life. Well, your house is chaos. If you're not strong yeah. enough to correct them, then yeah. your dog, in a worst case scenario, is going to lose their life. Yeah. And that's what I—that's exactly what I said to Anna. She's yeah. like, she's like, I'm up for this. This is, I said, unfortunately, this is what it takes 
to yeah. save her life. Yeah. Because this dog ends up in a shelter and goes from home to home, she's going to be she's going to be used. Or if, you know, they let that continue for like another year and then it bites the husband, boom, now you're in the shelter, now you're a bite case. Yep. You're done. You're go- you're done. Yeah. Yeah, so, the dog on on the bed that you know growls at the husband, growls at the and owns it, yeah. owns it. And then he bites your husband. Why is that okay? Well, because that escalates. Yeah, that's going to escalate. Yeah. So your choices are you can strip the dog and, and you know, make its brain go back to nothing where it gets no beds, no toys, no blah, blah, blah. Or it or it bites your family members. You could be mean to it a little bit right now or you, or it has to go to the shelter and get the needle. It's, it's like, <laughs> I, and I always tell people, like, if they're getting a, a Frenchie for the first time, but they've had children. I'm like, look, you've got your two-year-old in Target that's throwing a fit. You're going to discipline your child because you don't want your child doing that in Target in the checkout. Every time. Throwing that's, a, that, a that, that, when it's and, nine. And yeah. so discipline <laughs> yeah. is love. So it's not, it's not that you're being mean. Discipline, discipline is love. Is yeah. love. And that's, that, that's actually a really good, even though I don't have kids, I think that's a really good analogy. Why is the kid flipping out in Target? Oh, my gosh, you're going by the TVs. I want to watch the cartoon. Oh, my God, they're playing video games. I want to play the video game thing. I'm going down the candy aisle. Oh, oh, look at the cereal. Oh, look at look at that kid. Uh, there's so many things that a kid can freak out and, or, or be distracted where eventually you have like a freak out. How do you fix that? Arm out. Like it's this. Out this of the store. Bitch. In the parking lot. In the parking lot. Reset. Everything goes away. Reset the situation. You want to go back in that situation? Let's talk about it. That's how we're going to behave when we go in there. You don't get to do this. You don't get to do that. And if you do it again, here we are, right back to reset. Exactly. Start right all over again. That's a perfect analogy. And it, and people can relate to that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and I you know, some people that. can. Some people just let their kid so, freak yeah, out of the yeah. target. Some people just some like, people give him a toy and an ice cream. <laughs> now because oh, <laughs> just get him a little friend. race car. She's my she's my six year old's my best friend. I'm like, no, I'm not your best friend. Yeah. I'm yeah. your mama. We're not friends. <laughs> yeah. But there are lots of parents who cave to that and just give them candy. Give them toys. Just yeah. placate. Just placate. And yeah. it's because they and don't you have know them, You're going to have a monster. You're going to have yeah. a monster for Wait till your daughter is 16. <laughs> yeah. But you know, when I'm talking to people over the years, like I said, I've learned, if when I'm talking to someone about a Frenchie, I want to know that you have the strength to own a Frenchie. And that's a really hard thing to feel out. It is, except for if someone says, oh, I really don't know if that, you know, I'm concerned about this or that. You know, then I'm going to go into, like, all the negatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd say I'm not. Laura's tr- going to try and scare the I'm shit I'm not going to try to, you know, I'm not meaning <laughs> to sound straight. negative, but I just don't. And I'm very honest. I just say, look, I don't want this dog to lose their home because maybe I skipped something with you that could be a concern or could be a potential problem for you. I want you to be aware mm-hmm. yeah. and let, and let's talk through it. Because and one of the things that's interesting that I think a lot of people don't recognize is many times we have Frenchies at the sanctuary and they're benign little sweet little dogs mm-hmm. and you don't expect that from them, but the possibility is always there. Well, we've seen it. I've s- seen t- a, a few times where we had the most vanilla of a Frenchie and like if I'm we're in Texas and if we're going to place a dog in Wyoming or New York or Florida I am looking for a dog that is not causing one bit of trouble one bit of trouble but one that bit. doesn't mean that they won't it doesn't, it doesn't mean at all that they won't <laughs> it doesn't, but I want to know that at least from 
from the, the start. Yeah. I made it as easy. Yes, as because there are many of them over there that are spicy. Yeah, right. yeah. And we so know right I'm from the beginning they're spicy. I'm not sending somebody with cleavers way mm-hmm. off because, and I tell them, we're here. If you have a problem, we're here, we can help you. Not that we wouldn't be available by the phone to help anybody or yeah. email. But I just want to know if there's a Frenchie that's already having, you know, has some knives or razors. Yeah, you don't want to be sending grandma to New York. Yeah. 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 And I, exactly. So I at least start with as benign a plate as I possibly White can. Boy. But also giving them the information of what can still happen. And Easily I've still happen. seen it. I've still seen it happen with the vanilla Frenchie oh, yeah. has gotten into Easily. the home and brought out like a sword. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, well, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, even, even at the ranch, it's like, you know, there are some dogs over at the ranch that, that are come for boarding all the time. I absolutely love them. I love that. I would steal this dog. Okay. I love this dog so much. I'll even give it more affection than than what I normally should, even though I only give that dog affection because I know it's not going to do anything. You're a little but, cavalier girl. But there are still times to where that dog, and sometimes the situation can come out of the blue, where it's just like, hey, what are you doing? That dog still gets corrected, just like I Absolutely. Hey, get out. What are you doing? Yep. What? Go, we come see right one after sign you. of it. Get out of here right, right back now. Into that motive. Yeah. Don't you even. Yeah. We I don't, don't want to see that, that behavior. We're saying something else that doesn't sound mean because dogs don't know the difference. But it's you don't. Like a, you don't pull. Why those... would you do that? I love you so much. <laughs> You're so <laughs> handsome. Yeah. You're breaking my heart. Breaking my heart. I love you. You don't pull those punches from dogs just because you like them. No. No. That's not in. That's not in the dog's best interest. No. Everyone still gets corrected the same. Everyone still has the gets their card pulled for the same stuff. If you act out, even though I love you, you get corrected too. Yep. Probably should do the same thing with humans, right? <laughs> Can you talk about, I mean, it's another gray area, and I know Travis is going to say, or I think I know what he's going to say. He's going to say cats. <laughs> talking about cats? <laughs> <laughs> when you have a Frenchie, and, and we've had to do this a few times where their behavior is so out of control, where we've had to roll the Frenchie on their back, hold them there until they kind of release, give yeah. up a little, and, and then you let them up. There's another area that I, I get a lot of questions about, and it's the first thing that people want to go to all the time. And that's where, again, you have a new dog in the home and they're fighting in the home. The first thing usually that the person wants to do is separate them by a fence. No. <laughs> and and they think that let them sniff through the fence no. and that that they'll get to know each other and then they'll try to bring them together again. So no. people don't understand no. why that's not a good idea. No. That's like saying, "Hey, don't fight in person. You guys go fight on the internet." <laughs> Do it all the time. But it solves everything. Put some plexiglasses in between your like seven-year-olds. Go ahead and say the nastiest things you'll ever say to each other. Put you in a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put you in a car and just have a road race. Roll down the windows. Where you you feel like you could just say the nastiest things ever with no consequence whatsoever. A lot of people think that like by putting a dog in a crate and having like a time out gives them a reset, and then they. They open the gate and it's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. Almost, well, almost. I mean, almost. There, well, are, there is, there there is, is times, you know, like there's, uh, it's, it's very common called, you know, place. You know, teaching a dog how to place. You go. Yeah. Is the word. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I always love how that's explained. It's like, we, we need to teach him how to go to his place. Yeah. You teach him like, how to well, get out of well, my place. I do that too. 
in a but different way. But my place is get away from me. Yeah. Yeah. And get away from everyone else. And mine is and don't you, you look at me. go. Yeah. yeah. And my dogs all need to know what yeah. that means, that mama's mad, yeah. and you guys need they, to go, go find, find a place. A place. And, and real quick, like one of those <laughs> examples, you know, we're just, you're being a little dramatic because that's, that's as high up as it goes. Like, because I, I can correct dogs with just, just a finger sure. at a point. Sure. Every dog is different. Some are more sensitive. Definitely not recommending everyone you just yell at your dog. Right. I, I never like a yeller, you know, even though sometimes I have to do that for my job. Cause I, have I, to, have I have a big I have, to, I have, to, I have to, We know <laughs> when that's a problem. I, I, I have, yell at white boy. Yeah. So, <laughs> You know, some dogs you can just correct with a point. Some dogs I correct with a look. Some dogs I correct with just turning my head at you. And some dogs are way more sensitive. You don't need to do all that. Mm -hmm. And once again, I always say the punishment should fit the crime. And like I was saying, like with the role, it's like whatever you bring back to me, I'll bring back to you. But mine is slightly higher. Yes. So if I tell you something, if I tell you to go, go. And you don't. Go. And you don't. Now I'm going to get up. Stand up and say, go. Direct eye contact. Walk towards you like the go. tiger. Yeah. You're still not going? Now I'm walking towards yeah. you. Go. I'm going to make you back up yeah. like the tiger. So now, I'm, now I'm going to bring... I, I, started, I started with my... Just what dogs do. I started with my posture and my energy. Now I'm starting with my energy and emphasis towards you. Still not listening? Now I'm physically coming towards you. Because in the dog world, it happens the same way. <clears throat> Two dogs come and meet each other. One growls at the other one to go away. This dog doesn't listen. Okay, now I'm going to snap. This dog's still not listening. Now I'm going to bite you yeah. until you listen. <clears throat> That's how dogs talk to each other. Escalation. Talk, talk <clears throat> Very about, much so. Talk about, though, the person that's brought the new dog home and they think that it's going to give the dogs time to get to know each other, so they put them behind the fence, as opposed to <laughs> you keep them together and you correct the behavior that's happening. God, the fence no, is you, just so bad. The fence is very <laughs> bad. The fence is very bad. There's so many behaviors mm. that exist between a fence that are just that absent that, if you remove the that fence. That would never exist if yeah. a barrier was there. You're not establishing there. a pack or rules at all. You're... You're, a barrier you're like throwing them into the into the octagon. Well, a yeah. barrier creates animosity. Is that the well, word no, I'm looking well, no, for? Well, no, no, no. It creates the lack of consequence, and every dog understands. It's true, true. And, 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 like a and, false and, and illusion of, safe, of it's, safety. It's like, it's so like, I can it's, be a badass it's yeah. like back road here. Rage in yeah. your car, like two people are in their car, like yeah. they're in a big metal exactly. shield. Yeah, exactly. And, or just like or I was saying, or arguing over the internet. Yeah, you. Are sending me emails at ten thirty at night on a set. If those two people were in the same room, none of that would happen. You never talk to somebody like that. That's what a barrier between dogs is. Yeah, that's what it is. But instead of doing that instead they should when establish the rules well putting well, a fence between them solves nothing well what you're talking no, about it makes it worse. what you're talking about is just needing to do just a proper introduction proper introductions you know so and, a pro and, and corrections and and, and and a proper introduction would just be you know it's best to happen on neutral ground um would be best that if you can kind of start as you're walking um well, i like is, i like they're it. separating them in the home because they're fighting 
Oh. And so they put it. They think that it's going to make it better by putting the new dog behind the fence and let them sniff each other through the fence. Yeah. And yeah. then somehow, then once they sniff each other enough, mm. once they bring them no, back out, gas on a fire. But gas that on a fire. that happens like all the time, and I have to really? say, no, that's oh yeah, that that's wow. the opposite of what you want to have to do. And so then I have to get them to bring the dog out and then try to tell them to correct. You know, and then yeah. walk through correcting, and that's how it's going to happen faster to take control but the first inclination is to separate them and hope <clears throat> it somehow gets better just by separating well them. one of the first things you want to try and do when it comes to introducing dogs is to have them just be able to smell each other you know if they can just smell each other and it's the same thing like i was talking to i forget i was talking to but she has a dog <clears throat> people come over to the house and the dog's going to kind of like balk at them and I said, if you can set it up to a way where the dog can just, if you could just bring the dog over to them and just smell them first. This person, whoever's coming in the house just needs to ignore them. No touch, no talk, no eye contact, and just ignore them. Bring the dog over to just smell them. That takes away half of the anxiety and all the emphasis. It's the same way with two dogs meeting as well. If they could just smell each other first, it just, it, it disarms half of, of, of all the BS and nonsense that goes on. But getting them to a point to smell each other, that can be kind of difficult, and you want to do that a specific way. That's why I always, always recommend it. Like, you just kind of go on a walk, and maybe just have the other dog come up and start walking too. You don't smell each other yet. You guys are just walking. Just walking you're, together. You're, you're, you're five, ten feet apart, and we're just walking. Uh, if you're just walking, and another dog is going to act up or balk, correct, correct, Paul. Give a correction. Um, just try and correct that behavior. Jessica, will you take B downstairs? When Baby's hot. Usually we'll have like the dogs, if we think there might be any type of issue, either with the dog currently in the home or with our dog, and we want to do a dog introduction, um, but maybe the dog in the home can't travel for whatever reason. They have anxiety. They overheat. They can't, you know, then one of the things that we have them do is when they arrive back home, we have one person in the home come out with the dog in the home on a leash. They get out, park in front of their house with our dog on a leash, go for a walk they, down they the street. Don't, they don't even stop and smell each other. Yeah. Just start walking. Just start, just start walking. Start walking there down are best the practices to introducing two dogs that don't know each other and <clears throat> taking taking the I mean if you have one dog that lives in a house to meet another dog that's coming into the house take that dog that lives there out of the house and now we go somewhere else that's neutral yeah, and we, neutral. and we go into a working You don't mode. stop and smell each other? You yeah. suck. So we yeah. ha we had that with the, another dog and what Aaron told me, you know, how to do this was to have them go on the walk. They come back to the house. The dog that lives in the house gets to enter first. Mm -hmm. You walk straight through the house, straight into the backyard with the leashes and then you drop the one leash mm -hmm. and let the one dog drag and then you drop you know if everything's going fine then you drop the second leash we said leave the leashes on that way if you need to and stop now is the time that they can smell yeah. each other but they've already but, they've but already the been for the home go through first because it's his home right and but they've already been for a walk together that, that means a lot to, to dogs huge. it's huge for them to be moving together as a group you know, for a walk. Well, that's because once, because once again, dogs are very intuitive. Even though they haven't met yet, dogs are intuitive. So you're seeing, you haven't smelled it yet, you haven't met it yet, but you're seeing its movement. 
you're seeing its movement is calm, it's balanced, it's consistent. We're consistently moving together, not presenting any kind of threat or imbalance or anything like that. And just, and both of them, vice versa, seeing each other's energy and you're having just a good walk. That's that's just the greatest way. And they're way. picking up their scent. They can yeah. smell them as they're and moving. And leadership they're is moving. demonstrated through the a The leadership with the owners, yeah. confidence. Humans in control. Yep. There's no imbalance. There's nothing no reason to, to act nothing out. Nothing to worry about There's here. There's no reason to balk at that dog or anything. Everything is balanced. Yep. So, yeah, that's absolutely. That's introductions. Yeah. But I do want to emphasize when you have, you call it dog fighting, but you, to me, you call, you call it a squabble. Yes. Not not a true dog fight because as you've said, a true dog, a true fight, dog fight cannot be broken up with words. Yeah. Yeah. Cannot be broken up with words, uh, and somebody's locked on and somebody's seriously getting. They're hurt. red. They're red. They are red. You can't communicate with a red dog. But squabbles in the house, that kind of a thing, I will never separate those dogs. What I mean by putting it in, you're going to go get in your crate. You're going to go have a timeout. I'm going after both of you. You are in big trouble. There's both of lots you of are. yelling. Lots and lots of yelling at both of you. How dare you behave like that? And both of them will be shamed to the point of, I shouldn't have done that. You go and you go and you keep going. And I want them to turn and like walk out of the room and go like, what the hell did we just do? Yeah. And you want them to once again go to the back of the room and be like, "Whoa!" I, I better think about this things. decision. What happened? <laughs> I, I mean, bad choice. And that's for both of them. Think. Both of them are in big, big trouble. That's what you're in. And I want both of them to move out of yeah. the way. But I am never going to pick up that dog and like put it in a crate or put it in a timeout or t- I'm not, yeah. Because as soon as you get done thinking, both of you get done thinking because Mom is still really mad. You better creep out of that spot. And you better, you better like, approach find a place to lay yeah. down and just mind your own damn business. I'll give an example of that. I had that. You know, my dogs eat outside because, ew. Um, so they're eating on the. Ew. <laughs> ew. Well, they're eating raw food. Like, eat outside. She's, got, wrong, she's got, like, the sloppiest raw food eaters. Yeah. I would do the same well, thing. That's gross, I do yeah. do the same thing. Yeah. I don't have any sloppy eaters. So they're eating outside, and then I take the food back inside. And at some point, they squabbled. White boy and frog boy squabbled. Nice. Don't know who started it. It probably was started by white boy because he's rude and he really likes food a he's lot. He's so he hungry. really like food. He's so hungry. He's so he's hungry. Very he sassy couldn't help about himself. His food. Yeah. And he made a poor choice. He made a poor choice. <laughs> So anyway, I got to witness it twice a day when I was living at my foster home. Yeah. So <laughs> he's all, very sassy. He's very spicy. Only about food. So I come back outside to that looks really ugly. Yeah, it's not. They're but, not. Hurting but people it. seeing that would think this is a dog. Uh, yeah, fight. that's not a dog yeah. fight. Yeah. Oh, a, some people just start crying and screaming. Exactly. <laughs> you know? That's not a dog fight. You know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there's no you know, wounds that result from a squabble no, like that. Not a wound on him. Yeah. But if they did, they deserved it. <laughs> well, there might be scratches or abrasions. That's how Frenchies usually scratch their eyes. Yeah. You know, get them apart, and then now you're both in big, big trouble. trouble. I have to yell at White Boy, you get out of here, Frog Boy, oh, you no, get out of here. How dare boy. you? What are you thinking? You know, <laughs> like that, White Boy. Whoop. Oh, yeah. he's so sensitive. He's so sensitive. He's very sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's what I don't know who started it. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Get out. Because you both, both you participated. Yeah. It was yeah. mutual participated when it was going on. Get out so of town. Both you're both of you. wrong. You're all in big trouble. Get out. So that's what a, a dog squabble. That's how it that's how it gets handled at my And house. you have to be consistent. Consistency. Yes. And that's what I tell like when I've got an adoptive family and it's like a mom, a dad. Maybe they have two teenage kids and they have dogs that are squabbling. 
I say, look, it can't just be the mom. Everybody's the dad be needs on this to be on that. Yeah. Your kids need. Everybody has to be doing this. If you don't, this is not going to work. Exactly. And so I make sure they all know. But not everybody. They think maybe just Wes needs to do the corrections. No, 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 and then no, 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 no. sit back no, no, and be the good no. guy. You're right. We'll be the unified we'll, front. We'll, we'll do that at work too. We're like changing shifts, and it's, and Jess will be like, "All right, this is that dog, that dog," and then she'll be like, "Don't talk to him. He's in trouble." <laughs> <laughs> There's a dog over there Trav really likes, and he was in trouble. He was in trouble, and Trav goes, that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> How dare you? But no, and when, my still dog, in trouble. when I have something like that with my dogs, I will not talk to those dogs for several hours. Yeah, get I will, out. You, uh, I, I'm, you don't exist to me. I, you get nothing from me. And sometimes... Not only nothing, but you come to me, go. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Sometimes Bye. then they come up the steps to come on the bed. You get yeah, out of here. No. You go. Because that's a reset. It and is a reset. And we usually do that when you know it was started over you. Yes. Or your presence or the yes. excitement. Or your space, your, your bed. The excitement of your get presence out. or your bed or whatever. Yeah. That's when it's like, oh, let me try and creep back up into this variable I that I couldn't you. handle. Yeah. Get. get. That variable's gone. That's when my voice is loud and goes, you go yeah it's like when bub steals the banana bread in the kitchen now you don't get to come yeah. anywhere near oh, the kitchen you lost your kitchen yeah. privileges yeah. Look, look how she One starts talking baby in, talk she oh, gets in bubs. such big trouble so hungry when i'm yelling at bubs for taking banana bread that yelling goes on for like 10 minutes Dude, it's good yells and you chase her all the way she out gets, of the she's room. under my bed yeah i just think it's so funny because once a donkey boy got a taste of the Hawaiian bread, he was never saying. <laughs> and then once Bubs got her, a t- she has a taste for that, for yes, that banana, banana bread. bread. And she, that nose. She's what? measuring consequences in her brain. She is. <laughs> she really is. And she, and she, still, makes, she still makes bad choices because she she's not smart choices. at all. She's, she's not that smart. Dog. <laughs> Bubs. Bubs. But consistency, consistency, consistency. It is. Look at the signals. It's the same. I I always draw the correlation between raising kids and raising dogs. It's so similar. Because there's just so much. Like, if you're inconsistent with your child, you're going to, My favorite thing my favorite trainer ever said to me was Pat from Keeler, and he said, dogs are scorekeepers, and they keep the score. So when you have no consistency, you correct this time, and you get away with that three times, they're like this. "Hmm." Yeah. Cost benefit. Cost benefit. Bubs with the banana bread. She's keeping score. Yeah. If, you she's winning. if you let her get four banana breads and you take one away from her, she's still winning. Yeah, maybe this is really easy for me because I have a kid that's a really good scorekeeper and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's very accurate with her scorekeeping. Oh, mercy. I'll take your word for it because I'm not having kids. <laughs> you know which kid I'm talking about, though. I can guess. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm happy we made it upstairs for our podcast. Hey, congratulations! You're up Yay, on your stairs. I'm trying to think of how many podcasts that I've. How are you going to get down? She goes down backwards. Have to yeah, go really? Down backwards. Yeah, sled actually. Yeah. She still steps one step at a time, just like normal, just but like she has me. to go backwards. So they told me in physical therapy because they have me doing steps that when you go up the step, you step up with your good leg and you bring your bad leg behind you, but when you go down the steps. You step down with your bad leg and bring your good leg behind that. But you have to, I have to hold on to the rail the whole time. And, yeah, I can do it. It's, it's probably easier than before surgery when you, it was really painful. I was doing the same thing holding the rail to go up. Yeah. I know, but it was really painful. Yeah. really painful. Minus the agony I don't now. have pain going down the stairs. I'm just unstable. You don't have pain for anything. I don't. I I have. Yeah, pain, pain after PT. Aches. After PT, but that's just yeah, you but know, the muscle thing, but building. The things that's that, different pain. The things that hurt after PT is not my knee. Yeah. It's the rest of my body. It's the muscles that are being rehabilitated. Yeah. I had a caller yesterday afternoon. I'm like, you up in your bed? 
because I knew I, you've been out gallivanting around the countryside. Yeah, yeah, she we went were on to an adventure. She I'm went to around. you know her therapy, and then she went to brunch, and, and I did went up the stairs for the first. And time. she went up the stairs. I'm like, surely she's in the bed. I was getting worried because I thought <laughs> this is you know I was in the bed, and she said, yeah, I'm in the I'm I up to, in the I bed. How many yeah, has it been though? Like four? Podcasts? Oh no, we did like three of them from my house. I, I, think. Did, I think we did. I think we did. I think we did two from your house. I don't think we did three from your house. I think we did three. I don't know. Fans will tell us. Maybe I guess. two. I'm not sure. I think we did two at your house, and then two uh, and in her bedroom, one. and we skipped one. And we skipped one right after surgery. Well, and the last one was a twofer that we filmed. Right. It's been a so, long yeah. time since we've been up here. I'm very happy. Very it's happy. hot, but whatever. I'm very happy. It's well, like it's a hundred degrees yeah. in Texas today, and, and it's going to be. I don't know who failed long. to turn on the air up here, but we're sweating. So no, the, well, the, we have to replace the other unit. The main in there, air doesn't so. work, so we're on window airs, and we got one you know, back well, there that's working. And now really we're replacing good, the other one in there, so we should have a cross come in. So next, next time week, it should be. You know, it should be rectified. Livable, yeah. Instead of this is way she, better than it was last she's week. She's happy oh my God. because I'm not feel, one bit hot. This feels good to her. I'm, I'm over fine. here going. Yeah, well, I, I got, feel the I cool have, from I here. have total jungle butt right now. You know, this is <laughs> what they call. All my clothes are wet right it, now. It's, oh, I'm not even it's swamp. It, this is swamp ass weather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's terrible business. It's terrible, Kitty. Oh, oh and, and tell everybody it's really kind of sad. So Kitty's gone over to the dark side. She didn't even want Renee. No, when that's my dog even, now. She didn't even come to me. Yeah, really? Come. No. Oh, Kitty. She's just like, she's like. Oh, she doesn't even know you saved her with her red coat on the top I shelf. I brought her for the, visitation and she's not interested in you. She's, yeah. Let's see where Kitty goes. She's, she wants to go oh, to the oh, asylum. Kitty. Where are you going, Kitty? Oh, because she's Hi, a Kitty. Oh, Kitty. Come see me, Kitty. She goes to Laura. She's gonna go live with right. Laura. <laughs> Laura wins Kitty. No loyalty at all. Hey, Laura. We gotta take her home now, Laura. Oh, Kitty, you don't like to kiss, but it, you were offering little. Ki- You're not very nice to me. Oh, Kitty. She She's probably. Kitty. She, no, she wants Laura. <laughs> all right. She smells the. She smells my my injury. Yeah. She you know like. <laughs> she can sense you're wounded. <laughs> It's like what they do in the pack. Yeah. yeah. She's gonna, shunned her. She's, she's going to call shunned. you. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Take oh, Kitty. Kitty home. Whatever. Oh, Kitty, you look so pretty, Miss Liz. Kitty can Liz. stay as long as you need. Miss, you did you buy her this or did no, Liz, no, Liz, Liz put, put that, that on? on. Well, aren't you special? You got rhinestones and Liz's everything. Liz is decorating It's, it's cute. I left it on. <laughs> Come here, Kitty. Me, Kitty. She does need a little more. See, she looks at me. She doesn't even look at you. She's a little thin. She doesn't know what to do right now. She's not coming over here to me. Come here, see me, See, she doesn't want you. She's done with you. She's like, I don't want to go back to that place. Terrible. You got the mean pinky. She at gets your in house. trouble at your house. She doesn't get in trouble at my you. house. Fine, whatever. Whatever. You good girl, kitty. Girl I've been feeding her with a thimble. I'll feed her more if she's too skinny. She's she a little is, too skinny. She is too okay. skinny. Okay. okay. I can feel her. A little too skinny. Okay. She'd be happy she, to eat a little more. Yeah. She, I'll, I'll yeah. <laughs> she, Do you feed her in a private booth over there? No, she she eats on the floor with everybody else. She eats last, and I still stand over her, and I pick her up when she's done. But when your other dogs are eating, is she trying to get their bowl? Oh, my God. She's terrible. She'll go steal Marco's food, and he'll just let her. Yeah. Yeah. Ew, she's terrifying. When I had your dogs, that messy is the worst. Yeah. None of my other dogs will do that, but she'll do that. There's kitties. Yeah, I stand over her until she's done, and then I pick her up when she's done. Oh, kitties. She has a private booth at my house. I love that that Wes has her though because she she's like a little wisp of a newt you know she's tiny she's half the size newt is people understand how tiny the kitty is she is very tiny I I still don't know how 
or why you would ever put Kitty in the auction. Put her with her little red That's insane. That's insane to me. Oh my. Because money. That's insane. In the in the frozen tundra, remember how yeah, it was cold like it was? February. So it, was like it, was it was like nine. It was like nine degrees. At my at my house, whenever I because none of my dogs, uh, none of my other dogs do this, but whenever I make food to eat food, like my dogs don't recognize that as food. I mean, Benny's exception sometimes, not even all the time, but anytime I make anything to eat, Kitty's right there, because whatever her past life was, Kitty got snatched. She was their pet. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It just it makes me it, sad every I mean, time it happens. Her that, name was Katie. You want to take Daryl and put him in, you know? Sometimes. Well, <laughs> Daryl, honestly, like Daryl's, you know, it, they're 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 like super loyal, super protective. But Daryl loves like everybody. He, he loves, loves everybody. the ladies. He loves the ladies. Well, and also like, <laughs> it's funny. Like if I don't take Daryl to work for like a couple of days, he gets like antsy because you know you take him to work and then just like Jenna or Emma, they're just like or Eva, they're just like. Daryl! Just gonna hug, hug on, on him, him and, and just like him. let him like lay all over them, be all wild Stuff and that dumb. we would never do. Well, well it's like, yeah, I don't really do, do that. I don't really yeah. do that. That's why he wants it's to like, go. It's he like wants I'll, to go for hugs. He yeah, wants to get he, some hugs. Darryl, and you know what? If he looks at me with those eyes, guess what he's getting? He's getting hugs. hugs. Whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> sugar needs the sugar. Terrible. <laughs> so yeah, I brought her over for visitation. You can't have her back. Fine, kitty. She's in the asylum now with all my other dogs. Did you, right her, did, you, did you get her a named crate? No, she, no, doesn't, she even, doesn't even have to be crate. She's loose at my house when I leave. What, Diggity's out with her? Yeah. She, there's, she what does she, she do? Does she go sit and look at the window with him? I've heard from the volunteers that she, that she barks, barks oh, yeah, when I'm gone. Bark over there, yeah. She I've does not it. bark in my house. So. Yeah, she, she does. barks when you're not home. <laughs> she does, yeah. yeah, when I'm not home. Everyone used to say that Schweeps doesn't bark like when he lived with you. Please. I've heard Kitty barking in there before. Not like, when I'm there. Times. Yeah. I mean, like once, like, because she barks like when she if she can see somebody move outside the window, which mm-hmm. is so seldom at my house. She'll a little bit, and she corrects really well. But I mean, I guess she barks the whole time when I'm gone. But I'm not there. I don't care. <laughs> yep. No, no alerts at your house now. She Thank always you. sits next to me, and she wants to hug, and she wants to cuddle. She and, wants to be held all the time. Yeah, that's okay. Yep. She's very small. It's okay. Kitty. All right, I'm taking my aching leg back down. All right, go right. down the stairs. Yeah. Yay. We should film that. Put that in the <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. Thanks, guys. <laughs>